Mudu Sulum Kayamla, a displaced resident of Borno State, has three wives and 13 children. He is concerned about the authorities' decision to move him and others to Aunu. He says he cannot question the government's decision, but he wonders how he is going to fend for his family, especially now that the aid would be stopped. The middle-aged vegetable farmer is from Keleri village in Konduga, Borno State, northeast Nigeria. Modu is concerned about livelihood challenges in Aunu and what he describes as the absence of marshland to support his farming. He had the option of farming while he still lived in Konduga. Even during his stay in the IDP camp, he was going to Alau Dam area to farm vegetables. The Borno state government is pushing forward with the resettlement program designed to facilitate the return of persons displaced by the 12-year brutal insurgency. The aim is to rebuild communities and allow returnees to engage in economic activities. Despite the potential benefits of returning people to communities, the uncertainty and risks associated with the resettlement have created a dilemma for authorities, security forces, humanitarian actors and displaced persons. Welcome to another episode of the Human Angle Crisis Room podcast. I am Maryam Mustafa and with me is my colleague Murtala Abdullahi. Each week we look at security issues across Nigeria and answer the tough questions around them. Thank you, Miriam. This week we'll be looking at the humanitarian and security issues surrounding the rehabilitation of abandoned communities and the resentment efforts of authorities in Borno State, Northeast Nigeria. The violence in the region has led to the death of thousands of people and the displacement of more than 2 million people. Many hinterland communities are either abandoned or in areas considered as high weeks. Over the past months, the Borno State Ministry of Reconstruction, Rehabilitation and Resettlement has intensified the transfer and return of thousands of internally displaced persons and refugees. However, some of these locations hosting returnees have fluid security and they are located in areas considered as high risk for humanitarian actors. The relocation process has also encountered several security challenges, including insurgents' incursion into communities and attacks on officials involved in the process. Yes, and the process is also dangerous for security forces and officials. In early November, three security personnel were killed in Malam Fatui, an area near the shores of Lake Chad and Bozo in the Southeast Niger Republic. The disease were members of the joint security team supporting preparation work for the resettlement of displaced persons in the area. In August, ISOP launched rockets towards Nigerian and Nigerian troops alongside resettlement officials at the Malam Fatui military base. The security situation in Malam which is also the headquarters of Abadam local government, is quite tense. In October, the Nigerian Air Force targeted a location about 17 kilometers from Malam Fatui Following intelligence about 20 boats gathering on an island. Malam Fatori provides a glimpse into the difficulties surrounding the ongoing relocation of displaced people. The state plans to close internally displaced persons camps located within Maiduguri, the state capital, by the end of 2021 and revert the facilities to their original purposes such as academic activities. And the ambitious objective of authorities is to close all camps in the state by 2025 and have IDPs, 
returned or relocated to their local governments of origin. Already, some IDPs have been resettled like the badge moved from Medjugorje to accommodation in Aounu. IDPs from Damasad, Bama, Kunduga, Lukagome, EVS were reported to have been given the options of returning to their original communities, relocating to government-established resettlement sites, or receiving support to rent the house in Medjugorje. In 2020, hundreds of households were moved to Mati, a town on the western coast of Lake Chad associated with tense security and inaccessible to international aid organizations. Mati is part of the areas covered by the South Chad Irrigation Project, used to channel water from Lake Chad to irrigate farmlands. The presence of environmental resources in the Lake Chad area that can support the population has made the area attractive for resettlement efforts despite volatile security conditions. Last year, many people were relocated to the farming and fishing community of Baga in Kukawa local government area, and over a thousand people also returned to Kukawa town. Kukawa local government area is generally considered a high security risk location, and this has affected humanitarian operations in the area. Why the restoration of communities and local economy is important, there's a need for more robust action to make the environment safe for returnees and state officials. Assisting communities to engage in sustainable livelihoods through the use of natural resources for fishing, farming, and rearing of animals, as well as trading products and byproducts, is very important. Community resilience also involves simultaneously rebuilding state institutions, services like electricity and education, particularly in the areas of agriculture, technical and vocational skills acquisition, and the restoration of law enforcement alongside countering violent extremism. This is an episode of Human Angle Crisis Room. Thank you for listening. I am Maria Mustafa. Join in next week for another episode. Members of our production team are Abotoko, Anthony Asemota, and Anita Eboigbe. The executive producer is Ahmed Salkida.